Hi there guys and welcome to today's live stream. We're going to be talking all about balance. It should be really, really interesting for you. We're going to talk about how your balance can influence your back pain in particular and your rehab process, especially as you age. Some really, really interesting uh, things here today. Uh, as, you, as always, if you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing, hit the notification bell. We go live every single weekday and today's no exception. We're going to be doing Q&A at the end of the live stream. So if you guys have any questions on balance or any other topics related to your back pain, then please do post those in the comments below. Lara's the other side of the camera here. So we'll go through the balance and then if you guys have any questions, post those and we'll go through those at the end. With that being said, let's get into today's live stream. So uh, balance, we've got a few uh, points to cover here in today's live stream. We will take a little bit of a tangent midway through. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the ankle. And we're kind of doing this through the guise of rehabilitation and really will relate it all in back to your lower back pain towards the end. So balance is really, really important. It's it's something that keeps us upright. It allows us to react with changing movements, etc., and changing ground underneath our feet. And as we age, it becomes more and more important. And then we'll cover the risks as we age. Well, there's one major risk associated with balance uh, as we age. A little bit about practice and grooving the sort of the nervous system, which will be related to the ankle. We'll talk very briefly about a really interesting study um, that, that we were looking at on uh, muscle uh, type 2 fibers and resistance training, which is really, really important. And then tie all that in to how it works in terms of your back pain rehabilitation. How are we improving some of these core factors and working on some of these muscle fibers to improve our balance and improve our back pain at the same time? So if we first start off with as uh, talking about sort of as we age, I've got some, some bits and pieces written on the board behind me just talking about why it's so important. We'll all have seen those sort of um, uh, people that are in the street maybe and they've lost their balance or maybe you've lost your balance and it's quite debilitating no matter what age you are to all of a sudden feel the ground go from underneath you. But what we find is as we get older, the ability for our body to send a signal back up to our brain and then back out to those muscles to get them to turn on and go, whoa, you're going in the wrong direction, catch yourself, that ability starts to drop. And whether you're, you're, you're five years old and falling over, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 60s or 80s, that feeling of your stomach sinking, as you know, you're about to hit the ground is horrible. But there's lots of reasons that as we get older, it starts to become more likely that you're not gonna catch yourself. And part of this gets into a little bit about the activities that people choose to do as they get older. And I'll sort of cover that a little bit more now because the risks of falling for someone who is a little bit older, say 50, 60, 70 years old, compared to a you know zero to 25 year old are going to be much more drastic and the risks are in the consequences. An elderly person can or older person can afford to get injured, break the hip, uh, that sort of thing. For example, my grandfather, who's 95 now, he fell in the garden and just literally fractured his hip joint last uh, last winter. And he's an active gardener. He does lots of things in the garden and he's back up doing those sorts of things now. No trouble, which is fine. But the consequences, if I'd have fallen, 
wouldn't have been a broken hip or very, very unlikely to be a broken hip. So it's those consequences that we really, really want to avoid, especially at current times. We don't necessarily want to be taking any unnecessary trips to A&E. So balance is so important. And what I do want to stress, and we'll touch on this later, is that you can improve it and it doesn't matter what age you are, we can make take some steps to improve these things. So that's very important first and foremost. Now, why is balance a problem? What I often find with patients in the clinic, and it's important to recognize this isn't covering all of balance but it's just a, a finite part hopefully enough for you guys to get you guys thinking and start to maybe ask some questions or look into this for yourself as well but what we find with a lot of patients when they're doing their rehab at home or, or maybe even just coming into the clinic what do you I, I always ask people what do you do to stay in shape what do you do to stay fit and as the demographic starts to move to the slightly older group the answer invariably is, oh, well, I walk, I do walking, I walk a lot a day and I uh, do my gardening and, and that sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm generalizing there, but walking is the biggest, most common one. And when we start to look at the effect that walking doesn't have on some of these muscle fibers that are responsible for reacting and for quick reaction times and for dealing with load, we really start to see, wait a second, there's a real hole in the training regimes of, of people as they get older. They tend to gravitate away from certain types of activity. Uh, for whatever reason that may be, we don't necessarily need to get into that here, but there is no reason for gravitating away from those activities. And we're talking particularly here about resistance training. Now, one of the papers that we were looking at showed that in the use of resistance training in a slightly older community was about 10 to 15% of people doing this. And this is really, really problematic because it's using those resistance training mechanisms to start to build some of the fast twitch fibers. Some of those fibers, when we have two types of fast twitch fibers, I won't get it, two types of muscle fibers primarily. Some that are slow, which we tend to keep through slow activity like walking, and some which are fast. And those are the ones that are really important when it comes to things like balance, reaction times, and strength. And those are things that we just neglect as we get older. And that's what, what has a direct impact on our ability to balance. Our ability to balance is the ability to deal with a changing ground. So maybe we miss a step. So all of a sudden we have to send signals up to our brain to tell us we've missed that step as we're moving off and then send signals back down to muscles that need to react quickly. And slow twitch muscle fibers don't do that, which is why you see almost that slow motion fall happening when someone who's not got that balance there, those fast twitch muscle fibers there, able, they're not able to just react and process that information fast enough to move their body weight and load maybe most of that weight through one leg, one strong leg, it just doesn't happen and things crumble. So we can work on these things, it's very, very important. Now we'll come back to muscles in a moment. I just wanna to touch on the ankle rehabilitation side of things. Now, a lot of people have been over on their ankles, et cetera, over the years, you know, shoes slipping, that sort of thing, bad shoes slipping, that sort of thing. And we have a lot of proprioception in our ankles. Our ankles basically are there. We've got ligaments in those ankles, which basically send signals up to the brain about where that foot is, how that foot is positioning on the ground. And that then sends signals back down to all these small muscles in the foot, and some of them larger, to say, we need to correct, we need to tense, uh, tense up, we need to loosen off here to make sure that we're able to correctly interact with that ground. And when people sprain their ankles, go over on their ankles, they damage some of those receptors and it's necessary to go through a rehabilitation process to start to restore the connection between here and the muscles and the ligaments down in the ankle so that we can get that, that accurate connection between where the brain thinks everything is and where it actually is so that it can instruct the muscles to do their necessary part to keep us upright and prevent us from hitting the floor. 
So going through a rehab process and grooving that is really, really important. There's a particular ankle rehabilitation, which we can get into maybe another time. But whenever we have any of these minor ankle injuries, when it comes to balance, it's really important that you go through the appropriate rehab. And all too often, people that have had slight ankle sprains, nothing serious, will not necessarily work on that rehab afterwards. And that has problems later on because we have muscles like the glute muscles up in the hip region, which will have to overwork to try and stabilize for the ankle and other implications on the lower back. And if our lower back is injured and we have problems with the ankle from a balance point of view, that's going to affect our ability to recover effectively in the medium to long term. Now. If we start to finish up talking about the rehab, how does this feed in? And I'll bring in this study right now. Um, we were looking at a study that basically included participants aged uh, 72 to 98. And the reason I bring this particular one up, because it's so important, a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm maybe getting on a little bit, and they think this well before 72. Um, but they think, I'm getting a little bit older. I don't really want to do these sorts of strengthening activities. I'm going to do walking to stay fit and non-impact exercises or, or, or just completely no impact exercises like walking or swimming and those sorts of things. And what they did is they took this group of 72 to 98 year olds and as far as i'm aware in our back in shape we haven't got anyone that's over the age of 98 so every single one of you no matter how old you are or young you are what i'm about to talk about applies to you when we're talking about getting your back in shape with reference to balance they got these guys to do a resistance program and they found that there were significant improvements in their ability to climb stairs their levels of fitness their strength etc and what i'm saying here is that yes and i've said this to patients in the clinic and i've said this to people on some of the virtual consultation calls it doesn't matter how old you are yes it takes a little bit longer but in a period of 10 weeks they were able to make these changes now that you know it's already been 10 weeks since lockdown so if we were doing a good resistance program for the last three for the last sort of 10 to 12 weeks in this lockdown period we could have made significant improvements before we go back outside again but the, the there's a chinese i think it's a chinese proverb it says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago the second best time is today so if you haven't started your resistance exercises start them today because they really will help you balance because resistance exercises is the only way to start to challenge the type two muscle fibers, and that helps them stay active. It helps, helps them get a little bit stronger, get a little bit more influential in your daily movement patterns. So when we're going through that back in shape rehab, and we start off with some of the simplistic stretches, et cetera, in phase one, we then really want you guys to move on to phase two and the phase three to start employing a degree of resistance, putting stress through those muscles. So they're having to adapt and get stronger because as this shows, this, this particular study shows, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can make improvement. Yes, you may not have the testosterone of an 18 to 23 year old male, but you will have the ability and the capacity to improve these muscles. One of the other things, I haven't put it on the board here, but it was also talking about, about a, it was approximately a 40% loss in muscle mass in the legs in particular, which is so, so important as we get older. Uh, it didn't specify a specific age range, um, but, but it was talking about as we get older, we get up to a 40% loss in muscle mass. That's huge because our legs are, 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 are so important. And, and in terms of everything that we do, catching ourselves if we're falling, they're involved in our balance. So we really should not be neglecting those. So that's pretty much it for today's live stream. Hopefully it's been enough to trigger some questions for you guys. So please do either post those in the comments below. And with that, I'll switch the mic and we'll get into Q&A. Okay, awesome. Good morning, everybody. Uh, just a comment here from Kate. She said this is real live streaming today. Uh, she was knackered yesterday and the balance, yes, she needs to work on it, on it big time. Yeah, Kate, it, I, I'd really be reassured by this looking looking through the research that you know we all have different starting points but 
you can really do something about this um, and can really improve that. And I know you're taking the uh, protein as well. So that's going to support this muscle growth and this rehabilitation. So um, that's that's really important. Okay. And again, 10 weeks, significant improvement. Perfect. Um, and uh, are there any other exercises that can help to improve balance? Um, so the one the one I, I kind of briefly alluded to was the, the ankle rehab. The ankle rehab is really awesome. And I think maybe we can do a video on this for, for the, and put it in the premium membership if that would be helpful for you guys. Um, but essentially, it's it involves standing on one leg and then kind of just tracing a clock out. And then there's various progressions that you can do. But it allow, you, what you do is, even if you're watching this right now, stand up if you can. And just if you're barefoot in particular, this is very good. And just literally stand on one leg. Just stand on one leg and just pay attention to what's happening in your foot. Pay attention to the those small movements of the foot left and right as it's trying to stabilize your body weight and maybe switch onto the other leg and see how the other leg is. And you'll find that, that one leg quite often is a lot less balanced than the other. And you're having to make these small movements in the feet. And that's that proprioception, that's that balance. And that particular exercise, the clock face uh, thing, you're having to dynamically stimulate your nervous system to groove the connection between your brain and those ankle, ankle uh, ligaments and muscles. And you're having to work a little bit on strength uh, isometrically to hold the leg in a strong position. So it's a really, really good one. Uh, we can definitely shoot something on that one. Okay, and what are your thoughts on the bird dog exercise? Um, so the, the bird, like the, yeah, the bird dog is a really uh, challenging one for uh, for balance. I remember one patient in particular in the clinic always stands out. Um, Joe will know who I'm talking about uh, <laughs> when, when, if he's, when he watches this back. Um, and the guy, he was doing this exercise, a young guy as well, and I thought he was going to pass out because he was trying so hard to, to, to stay balanced. It was just so difficult for him. It was just, you know, going bright red in the face. And I was like, Look, you need to relax, you need to relax, you need to relax. It shouldn't be this difficult. Let's take it easy, let's take a step back. But when you're doing these exercises, try and breathe and relax. Don't let your, your, your head and neck shouldn't be involved in a balanced exercise like the bird dog. Yeah. It is a little bit challenging. It's a complicated movement. It involves obviously being on, on all fours and then moving one arm, one leg. But we want to try and keep everything nice and still. I think it's... It's a good one, but it's maybe a little bit premature. And there's a lot of movement taking place in that particular exercise, which can catch people out, particularly if they've got back pain. So maybe one for when, you're, when your back's better and you want to just do a little bit of that proprioceptive, proprioceptive stuff, it can be quite good. Yeah, I do like that one. I actually find it quite difficult to yeah. do myself. I have to take it really slow and do it, but I do think it really helps kind of engaging your mind with your limbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, perfect. I don't know whether we have any uh, other questions for today. We do have quite a few people watching, but maybe they're just absorbing the information. Okay, okay, um, awesome. Brilliant, so that's, yeah, all done for today. Oh, that's it, we'll head over to the clinic. Um, awesome, well, Thanks for joining us on today's live stream. Hopefully you guys found it helpful and I really do hope this has prompted you to perhaps do a little bit of your own resistance training if you're watching this. Oh, we, do have a couple, we do have a couple comments coming through. Oh, okay. uh, Kate has just said, uh, yes, please, that ankle one would be really good, Michael. I did something like this in Tai Chi so I can see how it helps. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Cheryl has just said, I just wanted to say I joined a premium last night. I'll be starting phase two today. That's awesome. That's awesome, Cheryl. Looking forward to moving forward. Thank you for all your help so far. My balance is terrible. Yeah, so with, with the phase two, just for Cheryl, when you're getting into it, there's a few options. Um, some people can, can some people will jump straight in and do phase, uh, what we normally say is, in fact, I'm going to draw this out because this is a really important one because it, it affects quite a few people. I don't know where my, my uh, rubber is. Anyway. Guess we've lost that. Uh, let me get this one. 
because when you're moving on to phase two, this will go in the wash. When we're moving on to phase two, uh, it's really important that we do it correctly. Uh, and, and there's a few options and you kind of, it's, it, it's for you, essentially. You need to figure out what's best for you. Now you can either go in and if we've got Monday, Tuesday, or just day one and day two, we can either go in and do uh, phase one in the morning, phase two in the middle of the day, and then phase one later on in the day. Why are you doing this? Well, we're doing this because through phase one and phase one, we're still working a little bit on those relief-based principles, taking pressure off the back, making sure our hips are flexible, and just a bit of coaching with regards to making our core engaged effectively. But then we're doing the phase two in the middle of the day, start to challenge with those resistance exercises, which we obviously touched on today. Then you can either continue on in that vein and just do that every day. But some people, if they're in a little bit more trouble, if they've had a longer history of the back pain, then sometimes it's worth the next day just doing three lots of phase one again. And maybe you do this for the first week um, to actually allow your body to adjust to the new stress and strain that's gonna be placed on it through phase two. Do what you can, do the number of reps you can. Maybe it's three reps, maybe it's five reps. Maybe you can do the full 10 reps, but focus on your technique over everything else. Do it at your own pace. Check out the walkthrough video where uh, we actually go through the video and do the full phase two routine um, yourself. That's in the Facebook group or on the backinshapeapp.com premium membership, because that might really help you get a flavor of how you should be doing this routine and what you should be aiming for. And you can pause it as you go along through that routine. So. Okay, brilliant. Um, Karen's just asked a question. I do those uh, ankle exercises while brushing my teeth. Uh, are, the, are the phase two exercises good for improving your balance? Uh, yes, I think they are. Um, you've got the marching bridge, which is a fantastic one. We didn't really touch on that that much through the exercise, but I think I, I might have mentioned it yesterday. As we're doing that marching bridge, we're learning to, and, and part of this, as I said, part of it is muscle strength. Part of it is learning to groove these uh, these processes. And this is really techniques more than anything else. We're in that marching bridge position and we're engaging our core and we're getting it to work with the glutes and with the hip muscles and the leg muscles as we're changing one side to the other. And a lot of people will find that maybe it's not necessarily fully balanced, but when they switch over to one leg, all of a sudden the, the hips drop a lot because we're not able to effectively stabilize that region, even lying on our back with our bum off the ground. So it's a very good identification that, that particular marching bridge in terms of work, allowing us to work on our balance and the different facets of balance. Is it neurological? Is it that there's a little bit of pain there? Is it that there's actually muscle weakness there and we've got an imbalance in the muscles? That will that exercise will really reveal those issues and then allow you to work and see that progress and that improvement in your balance off weight bearing. And then we take it on weight bearing uh, later on and in the sort of the phase uh, phase three exercises as well in particular. There's some, some good ones in there. Okay, awesome. Um, just a quick one for Gillian on YouTube. I, I yep. can see that you've sent a message, but I can't see it. So if you wouldn't mind just resending it, if you still need any help, uh, please do. Um, Veronica on Facebook has said, I can't believe today's live stream. I fell yesterday whilst walking and I couldn't stop myself. Yep. I was fine, but badly sprained my thumb. Should uh, I heat it or apply okay. cold? Sorry for that question. No, 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 that's <laughs> a good question. You know, it, it, hopefully other people will learn and, and if they do fall, they will be able to do this straight away. So as soon as you do that, get some ice on it. Do not use heat there, okay? Uh, get some ice on it on here. If you've done it yesterday, we just want to take it easy today. You don't want to do too much with this particular hand. Uh, just keep it nice and still. Don't do too much excessive movement or anything like that. But do the icing a good couple of times today. Not longer than that sort of three to five minutes, but on and off just to make sure we don't get out of control with regards to any inflammation. And you'll have kind of experienced, unfortunately, exactly what I'm talking about. Just that feeling where 
the, the, the brain knows you need to catch yourself, but the body just isn't going fast enough to actually do that. So do take it easy uh, today. Don't push yourself too hard on any of the other rehab stuff. Get that ice on your back as well, just to make sure, because you will have been through a degree of muscle spasm as you're going down, uh, and then get back into it over the coming few days. But if you've got any more trouble, then do please uh, you know, get in touch with us. That's yeah. important. Okay, awesome. I, yeah, I think I think that's it now for today. <laughs> awesome, so we're finished second time, time through. Yeah. Well, um, that's awesome. So uh, hopefully, hopefully this video has been helpful for you guys. Uh, if you are new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. We do these videos every single day and we do the live Q&A at the end as well so we can help you guys. And that's pretty much it for me for today. We'll see you tomorrow with another live stream. Neck pain tomorrow. Neck pain tomorrow. Awesome. We'll see you tomorrow on neck pain. 8.45. 8.45. Have a great weekend. Week. Week. <laughs> Have a great week. Day. <laughs> Day, afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow.